Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast. Welcome along. It's great, as always, to have you with us, especially if you are you're one of our, our new listeners. Now, on today's episode, we do come a little bit from left field, and we're going to talk to somebody who's a friend of mine, somebody who I hold in great esteem, who is a branding expert. This lady's called Nadine Lewis, and she is an expert on personal branding, business branding, and numerous other things. And you'll find out in the podcast why it's so relevant to us as leaders, managers, and coaches. So we'll start off with the Dean. We'll find a little bit about her credibility, her experiences in life, and why a personal brand is so important. So Nadine, welcome to the podcast. And, um, and um, just introduce yourself so the listeners know who you are. Hi, I'm Nadine Lewis, and my business is called Thrive Online. Um, it's Primarily branding and web design. Um, I have been working, my, my background actually is e-commerce. I was an e-commerce manager for many years, having had my own business. Um, I sold product into Boots, Mothercare, WH Smith, Walmart, um, Asda over here, Target in Australia, Walgreens in America. So basically, I developed and grew a, a, um, a, grow, a global brand. That was 20-odd years ago. I um, opened a second business that was selling medical ID jewellery online. And the medical ID jewellery um, actually turned over as much as the other business, even though I didn't have the major accounts. So I had managed to get top three positions for absolutely every single combination of search term. Um, now, back then, admittedly, it was an awful lot easier to rank on Google and so on and so forth. But the principles haven't changed that much over the years. Um, so I approach the web design um, and branding business from a, a different viewpoint in that I've been there and done it myself. I know what works and I know what doesn't work. Um, you know, I've got 20 odd years experience to draw from. Throughout this whole journey of mine, um, I, I actually, probably about 15 years ago, won a national business award. Um, and it, in my category, I was up against Orange and Royal Bank Scotland, um, HBOS, and me, I was the fourth one in that category. Um, and I won it. And it was just sort of fairly incredible <laughs> at the time. Um, I, you know, the, the dinner, I was sat there and I had the boss of Orange on one side of me and boss of HBOS on the other side of me. Um, and it, it sort of, it, that opened up so many opportunities. From there, I was invited to Parliament to speak to um, the select committee, the all-parliamentary 
Select Committee for Entrepreneurship, to mm-hmm. give it its full title. Um, I had lunch with the Deputy Governor of the Bank of England. Um, not that economics is my thing at all. I, you know, it was sort of why, why, why they decided that that was a good idea. I don't, I'm not quite sure. But, you know, I've, I've sort of been on this journey. And the one thing that I'm passionate about is, is small and new businesses, growing businesses, developing brand. Um, brand is the one thing that sets you apart from every, everything and everybody else. It's what makes people buy into you. Now, whether that's a personal brand, and obviously, you know, the biggest example of a personal brand is the Beckhams. They, they build multi-million, billion business around their personal brand. Um, the royal family are another personal brand, obviously, these days. Um, all the way through to working with, with coaches such as Rob. Um, lots of, I, I've worked for a politician. Um, I work with councillors building their personal brands. So I, I go across sort of the whole spectrum, really. Um, but I'm passionate about that because it's, it's people are buying from people regardless, whether you're selling online, whether you're selling offline, whether you want to position yourself, the growth within your industry, your brand is, is what sets you apart. Um, and once you start building your own brand, um, you can then start positioning yourself as an expert within your industry. And that comes from the confidence of having a great brand there to start off with. The first business, the the one where I I sold product into sort of all the major stores, um, I lost that business through my own naivety. Um, I it, it sort of it was it was threefold the reason that I lost the business. Um, the first one is that I had a trademarking issue with a company in Australia. They were passing off as us. Um, I went to a law firm for advice, um, having known the lawyer there all my life. Um, and I got caught up in this doing and counter suing that just cost, I mean, I literally ran, ran up £200,000 worth of debt um, on it. And it, it was heartbreaking because what was happening was that there were these four court cases I had to, against them, they countersued me for two. Um, because we were trading in Australia, which is where they were. And what happened was that um, my my solicitors at the time kept saying, um, that they, they were saying, we need an extension. And my solicitors were saying, of course you can have an extension. Nadine, here's another bill for £500. Uh, yeah. And times... Every six weeks times four court cases, it was like £2,000 every six weeks was being wrapped up. And it only ever came to a stop when I really dug my heels in. And they said to me, oh, we'll get granted another extension. I said, well, I'm not giving you permission. I told you last time. And they said, well, you know, well, next time we won't. I said, no, this time you're not going to. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, they, they, the other side folded. Um, it went to court. No, it went to court first, then they folded. I won. Um, and then they folded and left me with all these debts. Um, at round about the same time that um, the 
recession was kicking in. It was just at the start of that recession. Um, we had problems with the bank. They recalled a loan um, because they had got rid of the, the team that were looking after us. Um, there was all sorts going on with, with that team and they, they sacked the team on um, across the board, the whole lot went. So there was sort of that issue as well. Um, and also, you know, to stick, whilst it sounds phenomenal supplying all these massive companies, there's two ways that these companies make money through the front door, which is the clients, and through the back door, which is the suppliers. Um, and when you've got a product that has a retail price of six pounds, it's very, very, very incredibly expensive um, to maintain these relationships. Right. Um, you know, if they, if someone bought a packet of our wristbands at six pounds, got out the store, didn't even open them, but decided that they wanted to get the money back, it would cost me ten pound admin fee right, every right. pack that was returned. So it, it, yeah. it's so expensive so that business did go um that was one of the reasons why i didn't want to go back online lots of learning though nadine i'd imagine wow yeah especially i found out afterwards that the um trademarking would have been covered by my business insurance i was like well if someone would have told me that yeah. <laughs> i would have yeah. saved a lot of aggro but you know what it, i had i can't complain it gave me the best experiences we had a fabulous few years, you know. I don't know what, what can I say? It, you know, it sort of came and went. Um, the next business, I, it, it was it was a fabulous business. As I said, it was turning over as much as the other one. Um, our cost per product was approximately one pound seventeen, and our average basket value was forty five pounds. Wow, was this your so, medical? This is the medical bracelets. So. Um, my what is now ex-husband was making the jewellery and I was looking after the business side of it. Um, so I was doing all the sales, the website, marketing, um, and and he was making the jewellery and posting it out. Um, my dad got ill and I took a year out of the business to look after him. And he... Um, my ex-husband basically didn't pay the tax bill and didn't tell me. In the meantime, during that 12 months, the marriage had completely broken down anyway. Um, we'd separated. And then two weeks after my dad died, I found out that he'd not paid the tax bill. And not only did he not pay the tax bill, he walked out. I got a job to support me and the kids by that point. He walked out, so I will have to leave the job, go back into the business. I couldn't pay the tax bill. And manage the business and everything else. And there was all sorts of other things yeah. went on with sabotage and, and you know, it smashed up the engraving machine and I hadn't realised I was getting inundated with returns. Anyway, I built the asset, I, I bought the business back, um, the, the assets of the business back, built it up and sold it on because I had no love for it. Um, you did well there then. Well there then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry? You did. That sounds like a... <laughs> quite a courageous yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
I put it into liquidation and at five past six the night before he was supposed to buy the assets back, he pulled out. Right. Um, the money should have been in with, with the liquidators the next morning, um, 9.30, and he pulled out five past six the night before. Um, so, I, you know, that, that was, that buying it back was actually planned said this wasn't even on my agenda and i had to sort of ring up um because it was already in liquidation then and i had nothing because i was supposed to um work as a consultant for this guy for for six months and so i thought that i'd sort of got all my ducks in a row but it didn't happen wow so Um, a couple of major challenges there yeah? yeah yeah you know um I mean, as they say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger because in that year I lost everything. You know, I had a beautiful home, my marriage, my dad died, obviously. The business went horrifically and then it went to get, you know, then I had to buy it back and and I was stuck with this business that I really had no love for by this point. Um, And I'd given up a job that I enjoyed as well. Here's Nadine talking about why personal branding is so crucial and relevant to you as a professional. Take it away, Nadine. What I would say is that it 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 depends on on this isn't for everybody. I mean, you knew what you wanted from this, or you knew once we started talking what you wanted from it. You you sort of had a bit okay. Of well, I, I knew. I, I knew I wanted to better myself, Nadine, and I knew I wanted to progress, and I wanted and I wanted to perform. But I was looking for help outside. I was doing formal qualification and applying for different jobs. It was like I was searching, searching else to to help help me as a professional to to move on. So that's kind of what I'm coming coming. What what, what helped you? And taking this to your story. When we first started, um, and I'll, I remember our first phone call, it was on New Year's Eve a few years ago, because I was supposed to be going out and I was like, God, I'm supposed to be going out. And I th- actually, I think I had people coming around. And I, you know, and I remember talking to you so specifically, because you were completely lost in terms of, you knew that you wanted to move your career on, but you didn't know the mechanics of how... And, you know, what I would say to, which is what I said to you at the time, is that you start by thinking outside of the box. You know, if you had your absolute ideal, where would you be, what would you be doing? And you knew what that was. It took a while for you to actually admit what that was. Yeah. That was, that was the length of that conversation. Because you, I think that, you probably never in your wildest dreams thought that you could get there. Mm. Um, you know, starting again or, or wanting to change direction, I should say, once you get to our sort of age, isn't easy. And it's having that self-belief that actually I can do this. So what we did was we, we sort of broke down, looked at your skills, looked at what you wanted to do, and then started to plan out a path of how you could achieve that. So the branding of it, was was sort of part and parcel of it um but it was only really a small part and parcel of it it was actually more a case of working on your own self-belief and you you know being able to get you to that point where 
he said, well, actually, these are all the skills that I've got. And, you know, even the podcast at the time, you sort of had a bit of a general idea that, that you wanted to do a podcast, but it was always a case of giving, by, by sort of taking you through that process of, you know, who am I? Who do I want to serve? What are the people that I want to serve? Who will, who will I be able to resonate with? And taking you through that, that journey of, of self-belief, at the end, you, you know, you sort of had a clearer picture of what you wanted to be. But, you know, for me, I've been doing something fairly similar myself. I've had to reinvent myself several times. Um, and it's always a case of, you know, what would be the, the um, sparkly unicorn? at the end what what do i really think is out of reach and then once you start sort of mapping that out is it's about the steps to get there because nobody ever goes from a to z straight away and i think especially with the younger generation um they think that they can here's nadine talking about that old adage that golden gem of becoming an overnight success you know even now I've, i still do a lot of training courses myself um and you know i watch some of these coaches that launch courses I, I i just watched one one lady launch um she had a three and a half million dollar launch and she earned that in a week but she, that that was her I don't know. She's been doing this for three, four years. So she's not suddenly got to that point because I'm damn sure her first launch mm. probably flopped, you know, and she learned from that and she got up and she carried on and she's been building that audience ever since. And, you know, by doing that, um, she, she has very much, um, you know, got taken herself down that journey. And I think that, that, People are, you know, even even with with her and a lot of the other coaches that I see, they they give this unrealistic expectation that you can have it all. You know, I I belong to quite a few courses where there's no real. I joined one myself. It was a mastermind, and you know, they it was double your prices. Well okay, but my audience paid my price. I, you know, this is who I work with. And there's no plan to move you forward. And I think that that's, that's the biggest problem with a lot of people is that it's all very much a case of things just manifest themselves, but they don't. It takes hard work. Yeah, and I think that, you yeah, know, yeah. that that's what's lost. I mean, you've not got to this position that you're at now without so much work over the past four years or five years no no absolutely Nadine absolutely and, and you, you, you know again all, always when we have chats with people who've got life experience we get the same points coming out again and again but with a different twist and what I'm saying is you know it's the old adage of I did become an overnight success after 25 years hard work you know it suddenly kind of all the bits fell together or you know and without that all those experiences the combination lock doesn't doesn't doesn't, doesn't work it's got to have all those and Nadine on enormous risk-taking, the power of storytelling, and on 
the absolute importance of mindset. Yes, a lot of luck is involved, but also at the same time, you've you've got to take risks. You've got to push yourself out of your comfort yes, zone. Yes. And the one thing that I would say to you, sort of bringing it all back to, to sort of your original question, because I've, I've done what I usually do, which is go all the way around, is um, I would say to you that the most important thing is the storytelling. If you remember when we sat down and we worked out what your story was, mm-hmm. um, and even now, you know, going back to the social media, it's all about that visibility and about that storytelling because it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter, you could have the best story in the whole world without telling it, without being making it relatable to other people. And finally, here's Nadine's closing advice and how you can get hold of her if you're really serious about this subject. I mean, if you remember, you didn't even know at the time whether you wanted an, a, a website. That's um, And... What I said to you then was, still runs true now, even with that scenario, is that if people want to look you up, then you need a website. You know, if you want to be able to talk to people and say, well, if you want to find out more about, especially if that that journey into sort of telling your story and establishing yourself as an expert um, is difficult for you because... You, nobody or oh, no there are some people that really don't want to sort of boast brag all the things that you, you spoke about but having them in writing if you feel uncomfortable it's a way to direct people to it and also it sort of detaches a little bit from you being out there and saying it um and but what it's got to do is is that you know, your personal branding is all about finding who you are. Um, so, yes, you need a, a website. I would say you need a website. Or certainly, if you don't want a website, you know, a really good social media presence, whether that's Instagram, whether that's TikTok, um, less so on Facebook these days. Um, but, you know, you, you need to be able to point people to something that shows off who you are. Um I would say that part of your branding process needs to be finding the right tone of voice for you. Um, it's it's not so much about the words that you say, but it's about the words it, it's the words that you use to say it. Um, I I use words in my personal branding now, and I I, I use sort of what I, I've got. I've got. I've actually I keep them at the side of my desk here. And they're there all the time, the tatty pieces of paper now. But I use what I wrote down as my power words. So, for example, when I'm talking about web design, I use words like eye-catching, lead-generating, money-making. These are my power words, head-turning, money-making. They're all those sort of double-barrel words that are very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I say to people, you know, find the words that work for you. Those words don't work for everybody. You know, memorable, um, I use utterly a lot. I realise I actually use utterly too much probably. But the words that just resonate with yeah. 
who I am. They're a mantra, Nadine, for, for, for the, you know, the success. And they, they, they give a meaning to, you know, you say, say eye-catching. We all know what that means, and it, and, it, and it works. And successful football managers, when they go in to do a club and turn around the club, that they, they they use the same thing just to get the culture started that they want, you know. So I get it, and I'm, it's powerful. Yeah. It's powerful. It is powerful. Um, and again, I was able to pivot my own business just by, by sort of really thinking about the language that I use. Um, the other thing is, you know, your visible presence, because social media is such a big part of everything these days in terms of building your brand. If people are really serious about taking this you know they think do you know what i have got ambition uh, i want to really nail this properly um you know can they can they get in touch with you so that you know you can you can help them in any way or yes absolutely um they can email me nadine at thriveonline.co.uk um what i would say to you is you know my top few tips is Think about who you want to serve. Yeah, yeah. Think about how you can serve them yeah. and think about, you know, what sets you apart from everybody else that's doing things. Yeah. And that's yeah. you. You yeah. know, people yeah. will buy from you. And that that's the most important thing. That sort of is is the, the start and finish of branding. So there we go. A wonderful interview with Nadine Lewis. I really hope that's helped and has given you a perspective no matter where you are on your journey. If you do want to get in touch with Nadine, please have a look at the show notes and uh, share away because um, I think this topic is of value to so many people. So if you like what you hear, please share and leave us a review. It all helps. Once again, thank you for your time and um, catch you later. Bye-bye. Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.